Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brother Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunked. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Drinking with Authors, the literary brief edition. I am your host, Erica Lance. My co-host today is the slowly being attacked by her very loving dog, <laughs> C.R. Rice. And our amazing guest is Phil Folio. Woo! Woo! Okay. Talking about I what walk we're amongst you. I walk amongst you. Um, I am drinking the last of because I can't really drink any more of this. It's Gunk Brother Spirits um, Lightning with cranberry juice, pomegranate juice, and elderberry syrup, the healthy kind. Um, I say that another healthy lightning. drink. Look at yeah, us, we're just racking them up. It's pretty amazing, actually. It's very yummy, but very interesting. And Skunk Brother Spirit to DWA10 is the coupon and um, code. And if you do that, you get 10% off your order. They're amazing. CR, what are you drinking? I am drinking lemonade with squished up. I hold my cup up like you guys can see it. Um, but it's lemonade and squished up raspberry with a hefty shot of vodka. That is awesome. Phil, what are you drinking? I am drinking Ardbeg, a fine Irish, fine Scotch whiskey. Thank you very much. Um, which is uh, one of the peatier whiskeys and uh, whew, makes for a mighty fine middle of the day. I like it. <laughs> middle, mighty of fine middle of the day. Okay, so rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. First one is what is your favorite book of all time? Uh, City in the Stars by Arthur C. Clarke. Why is that your favorite book? I read it at a very early age. It uh, was an interesting blend of uh just ideas and uh, good character development um and 
it had a nice sense of uh, scope to it. Very cool. What is your least favorite book you've ever read? Uh, least favorite book I've ever read. Wow, usually I don't finish them. Um, well, that answers one question. That's, yeah, that answers one question is, do you finish books? Um, yeah, okay, sure. War and Peace. Oh, yeah. Why, why did you throw that one onto the fire, so to speak, here? Um, well, I started reading it, and uh, my wife was, you know, so uh, how do you like it? And I said, I'm still at the part where it's basically just Russian aristocrats sniping and carping and gossiping at each other. And I'm sure I'll enjoy it as soon as that's done. And my wife was like, oh. And I was like, it never ends, does it? And she was like, no, it never does. And I was like, <laughs> do you prefer to read on kindle books ebooks uh um dead uh, trees paperbacks what dead, dead trees. trees dead trees dead trees yep yep do you keep all your books um usually i do periodically there is like a great devastation and i just haul crates and crates and crates of it to uh you know goodwill or used bookstores or you know stuff like that but you know and i continuously winnow down stuff and you know keep uh kind of like yes it's your dog and i was like what are you being stung by wasps what uh um you know uh but you know, it would be very easy to live in the middle of a library, but I do not want to live in the middle of a library. Now that makes it, what about, do you have a lot of people reach out to you to read books for them and give comments or blurbs or, you know? Um, a few, not very many. Do you say yes or generally, look, I'm throwing you under the bus here. Do you say yes or generally you're <laughs> oh, like hard pass? I'll cheerfully uh, look at them and give them comments. Um, you know, uh, sometimes they don't use the comments I give them because, <laughs> you know, if it's a if it's a book I don't like, I'm like I just couldn't get into this. Sorry, man. No, that makes sense. What about reviews? Do you leave reviews? Um, I do not, although occasionally I'll talk about a book like on Twitter. Uh, I've started doing that more just, you know, because people seem to want to know what the hell I'm reading. No, that's that's good. I just I'm curious, Chels. What is if you could be any main character, but you have to live their life, who would that character be? Um Nacho normal podcast questions here. Yes. <laughs> uh, boy, if I could be any character, what character? All right, let me uh, let me think about that. Um, 
Jeez, I don't know, man. Uh, you have to live their life, which is the, the part that gets me, because I could think of characters I want to have all their abilities or whatever, but I don't want right. to deal with yeah. what they have yeah. to go through. Yeah, I mean, most people have adventures, which is why they're in a source of a book, and an adventure is somebody else having a very bad time. Um, uh let me think about that okay well you can't ask okay. the follow-up so i can ask you you're gonna have no. to wait on okay ask the follow-up because he's gonna have to think about that one too <laughs> okay so the other one you have to think of if you could choose anybody to be your site your sidekick who would it be um my wife it has to be a character oh oh oh, oh. i see okay <laughs> well um, that wasn't a test it's not for when she listens yeah, to the podcast go how dare you no. <laughs> oh no 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 um hmm. it's another one you're gonna have to think on i think yeah i guess it depends <laughs> on uh I guess it depends on uh, what character I wind up. Uh, sorry about that. Um, That's okay. okay. We'll circle back. Next question. Um, is there any author out there that when they put out a book, you automatically buy it regardless? You, you won't even look at it. You'll just purchase whatever they have. I'm trying to think of somebody who isn't dead. Um, uh because there if was you have dead people putting out new books that's pretty amazing no 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 i do not uh but you know while they were still alive there was terry pratchett there was love george... terry pratchett yeah there was george mcdonald frazier um are you familiar with him no i don't think so ah, an exciting new world is about to open for you all right uh, let's do this <laughs> she's gonna google she always i'm does. googling yeah that's what i do yeah um by golly and there there you go who would i like to be i'd like to be harry flashman who is the uh the uh protagonist of uh, george mcdonald frazier's uh uh you know uh most of his au revoir. okay and then who's okay. the, your sidekick um Gosh, uh, sidekick. Uh, hmm, Johnny Quest. Oh, Johnny Quest. Like from the TV show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That one's okay. different. Yeah, that was that was definitely different. Okay, next question. Sure. That, what is your weirdest really... fan experience? What? Weirdest fan experience. Weirdest fan experience. Uh, let's see. Uh. I think we've stumped him. No, no, I'm <laughs> just trying to think. Uh, let's see. All right. Is the problem you have you're not sure which one to choose because you have a lot of weird experiences or you're trying to think of a weird experience because you I'm don't get that many 
Mm, I've got a number of them, but I'm um, trying to think of one that uh, would uh, would play well in public. Um, Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you just got to start listing at that point. Uh, well, a lot of my better uh, weird experiences came about because of uh, that adult comic I did, Xenophile. Um, I got a lot of uh, interesting responses to that. I guess my favorite one with that <laughs> is I was giving a talk about Xenophile and uh, people were like, uh, why, you know, why is it just in America? Why don't you try and uh, uh, sell this over in like Europe where they have a lot of adult comics already? And I was like, okay, yes, that's, that's a very good question. And the reason was, is I went to uh, Angoulême with a publisher friend of mine and we took a set of xenophiles over and we showed them to a lot of the uh, uh, European adult comic publishers. And they would look through them all and they'd look at them and they'd laugh at the jokes and this and the other thing and they'd say, not for us. And we were like, huh. And uh, finally the last one, um he was like ah i wish i could but not for me and i was like okay can i ask why and he was like oh well yeah sure um <clears throat> well the art is good the art is good the uh you know the people are drawn very nice um and the sex sex that's top notch good but everybody at the end of the story everybody is smiling and i was like it just got late <laughs> and terrible. so I, was, I related this story you know in front of the audience and i was like and that is why ladies and gentlemen you should not have sex with europeans <laughs> And this guy oh, no. in the audience raises his hand and he says, excuse me, please. I am, I am from Germany and I like Xenophile very much. And I said, all right, everybody can have sex with that guy. Oh my God, that is so And at amazing. the end of the convention, he came up to me and was like, thank you so much. <laughs> you know, so. you know. Um, you're just gonna help one person a day that's all you gotta there do. you go one person a convention what about for you who have you met that you kind of fanboyed over that when you got to meet them hmm <clears throat> oh gosh let's see uh well terry pratchett um you met terry pratchett oh yeah oh. i mean i have time. a signed copy of guards guards but like i'm not old enough to have gotten it <laughs> No, no, my wife and I uh, were uh, co-guests of honor with him at a convention in New York. So that's awesome. Oh, very nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I met Neil Gaiman. He's very nice. Um, I've met uh, 
met Robert Heinlein. He was very nice. Um, who'd you uh, meet that was terrible? What? It's okay. No, we won't tell anybody, but who'd you meet that was terrible? Isaac Asimov was, you know, <laughs> he was, he was not terrible, but he was obviously not really engaged with the rest of the convention. You know, I think okay. he was, you know, Isaac was a, was a, was a weird guy. Um, like I said, I didn't really know him, uh, but I met him once or twice and Isaac's big thing is that he like wrote 500 books, you know, and you know, about all kinds of things, fiction, nonfiction, collections of jokes, recipes, everything, you know, and people were like, how did he do this? And in his, in his house or apartment, I think, I don't think he ever had a house per se. He had, he had a clothes closet, which, you know, was painted entirely gray. And, you know, in there was, you know, a lamp and his typewriter, and that was it. And, you know, he went in there every day, shut the door, and was just, just writing. That's all he did. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that's, that's normal. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that wasn't... <laughs> You know, Kevin now, for all you know, I hear a lot of stories about how he's really, you know, he was a funny guy and this, that, and the other thing. So maybe you just had to know him for 20 years. I mean, it's possible. I always think it's interesting when I find that authors are somehow being crappy to people because I think we're so close. Not that I think actors or anybody else has the right to, but anytime I see an author that a fan has a bad experience with, I'm like, that was dumb. Because we say, read this book, read this book. We give the gifts, the books as gifts. Like I think readers, not that we don't say, hey, this is a cool TV show, but most of the time we'll present people with this piece of art that we loved. And if somebody's shitty, you have just lost them, period. Like you've lost yeah. that. And every fan that fan was gonna find for you. Yes. I mean, you know, I've been, I've been on this side of the table for like 40 years and really most artists and writers and filmmakers and this, that, and the other thing are really aware of that. They are, you know, and, and, you know, most of the time when when you know you hear about somebody who is like you know just really bad to a fan or something you're like holy shit somebody's having a bad day you know their dog died or they just found out they've got parkinson's or something you know cuz you know this man's a professional what the fuck you no know. agreed okay chelsea all right so i have a super off the wall question what is your favorite weird food combination? My favorite weird food combination? Mm -hmm. um, Eric well, has serious ones. I don't think it's weird, but 
I put uh, I put pepperoni in chili. Like giant pepperoni sauces. <laughs> like that we both literally <laughs> went. Huh? Like, like how do we do this? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When you uh, you know a make make chili and. Yeah. Uh, you know, you fry the meat, and one of the things you fry in it is is you know you take a pepperoni sausage and you dice it up into coins and you fry that, and man, it it goes great. Write that down. Corey needs to add pepperoni. To I was about chili. to say. I think my husband's making some chili this weekend. I need, I need that added. We've decided and, to take uh, this weird food list and go through it one day and hopefully survive. That's what we've decided. Yes. So if you have that any and, other cool uh, ones. That and a teaspoon of baker's chocolate. In chili? Yes. Unsweetened yeah. baking chocolate. All right. That sounds It's on my list. Fascinating. So when you sit down, what is your, like, I'm assuming this is your office somewhat behind you right now with the yes. drawing table. Drawing. Yes. You like how I said that? Drawing. You've been in the South, girl. I've been in the South. No. <laughs> um, the drawing table, but when you sit down to write fiction, is it in the same space? Do you have to have your gray Isaac Asimov office or what is your writing environment like? This is my writing environment. And I am a firm believer in the uh, bright colors stimulate the brain school of uh, the creative ask process. You. Yeah, with the bright yellow and green, I was wondering if there was like a, a reason behind it or. No, no, right. it just, you know, um, it uh, just, you know, bright colors are supposed to stimulate the brain. That's it. Very cool. Do you listen okay. to music as you work? I listen to music and podcasts and occasionally watch TV or movies while I'm drawing. I can't do any of that while I'm writing. Writing is, you know, it's got to be quiet. Very cool. Okay. We're going to have your final <laughs> rapid fire question. Are you ready, Phil? Sure. This is a bucket list question or an anti-bucket list. The are. Okay. If there is one thing in your life that you never want to do again, we call it our anti-bucket list. What would you put on it? Uh, let's see. I wouldn't want to do again. Let's see. I'd say uh, uh, break up with my current uh, romantic partner. You already did that? Because uh, it's never want to do again. That I never want to do again. Yeah, I've, oh, I've had other girlfriends before I got married. Thank you. That we're wasn't just, a judgment. Just trying, I just thought you were, we're just making sure we're all on the same page. Yes. yes. No, no. No judgment there, Phil, at all. <laughs> first wife, not first girlfriend. Very okay. cool. I like it. Okay. Shameless self promotion time. Hold up that book again. Read it out to the audience. Yeah. Okay. The Night Sheriff by Phil Folio. That's Very cool. cool. And it's absolutely not set in Disneyland. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I will not. look their lawyers straight in the eye and go, no. <laughs> Very cool. So how do people um, follow and find you in your great comic epicness? Well, gosh, let's see. 
you can, uh, you know, the girl genius, girl genius, uh, that uh, updates every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at girlgeniusonline.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on um, Instagram, we're on, um, begins with a D. God. Discord. Thank Discord. you. Discord. <laughs> I just did this. That's okay. Um, um, and, uh, you know, there's, uh, we've got a tremendous listing on TV tropes. We've got you know, a, uh, a fan fiction site we've got um, that we don't even maintain. Uh, there's the Girl Genius Wiki. Um, just Google Girl Genius. We're like the first 10 things there. For pity awesome. Sake. Awesome. Phil, yeah. it has been so much fun to have you on this podcast. Oh, thank you very much. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Very cool. Okay, so Light this has been Drinking with Fathers. <laughs> <laughs> Literary Briefs Edition. I've been your host, Erica Ooh. Lance. My um, wonderful, not being attacked by her dog any longer co-host has been C.R. Rice. Our sponsor has been Skunk Brothers Spirits, DWA10. We have Phil drinking out of the bottle now. Our, our amazing guest... Gotta save some time. There you go. <laughs> our amazing guest has been Phil Folio. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>